Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I am having a very bad day. Let me just get that out the way right now, okay? Damn it, Indianapolis wasn't great. It was freezing. Don't get me started with the all-star festivities. And most of all, most of all, that brother right there, chilling in Atlanta, Georgia this day. This day he collaborated with Jerry Jones, fixed it so we could play football on the basketball damn court. Michael Parsons running over men, women, and children and getting away with it. And that Shannon Sharp and 50 Cent, who's supposed to be my boy? Who's supposed to be my boy? They collaborated with Jerry Jones and stomped my peeps at All-Star Weekend. What you smiling about, Shannon? What are you smiling about right now? I told you what was going to happen. I didn't even need to show up to shoot around to make this happen. You see what I'm trying to say? You see what I deal with, America? You see what I deal with? Shannon Sharp beat up my team. Literally, y'all beat up my team. Oh, first take. Oh, first take. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Good day. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into First Take on this beautiful Monday. Shannon, you're looking very handsome in the blue out there in the ATL. Hope you're having a good time. SA, it's great to have you in New York City, of course. I'm sorry. I don't even know if I'm talking to Shannon today. I'm sorry. Wait, can I just? Go ahead. Go ahead. At the hands of a cowboy? At the hands of a cowboy. At the hands did of a you cowboy. See, did you I see did Micah Parsons? Micah Parsons see. ran over, like literally ran over men, women, and children. Shannon, I mean, he was just beating Shannon, people up. Shannon coached him up. You beat people up. When, when, when Shaq was doing it, you said Shaq was dominant. When Giannis does it, Giannis is dominant. When LeBron does it, he's dominant. Now you complaining. You stacked the deck. You had, see, I got stacked the deck. deck. Wow. I got Mark. Stack the deck. Stack the deck. Did you see Puka Nakua? Yeah. Did you see? Yeah. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Yeah. Do you know he wasn't on the roster? Shannon added him at the last minute. Shannon added that brother at the last minute. Of course minute. he did. I, and they gave me McCole Hartman, who, 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 who's your size? <laughs> did you see the difference, though? Did you see the difference? Don't hate. Don't hate. With the transfer portal and that he can recruit oh players. Don't so hate. I didn't know we were allowed to do it. They think I'm trying to tell you right now, Shannon, Molly, just pull strings, man. Molly, see, this is what a three-time Hall of Famer. I see it. A three-time three Hall of Famer. Now we learned the real status. Because, and I'm just a little old reporter right there that that, that has advanced nah, to the world of television. Now you little old reporter. This brother right here <laughs> is the three-time Hall, is the three-time Super Bowl champion in the Hall of Fame, and he pulled strings. He pulled strings. Puka Nakua could play. I told I don't even want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you right now. This brother was, yeah. came out there flying, dunking on yeah, people. I'm like, what, what the hell is going on here? That's what they did to me. Him and 50 Cent. My, 50 I have a, to be my okay, boy. last thing, and then, and then we're moving on. Listen. Was this loss worse for you or the Michael Wilbon loss? <sighs> I'm going to tell you this one. This one. 
Really? Because Shannon added added the, the the peeps at the last minute. What an addition! And they gave me the call. Nicole, I don't know if Nicole or Nicole Harmon is the size of you or my daughter Samantha. I don't know. What I mean, that's how small he was. <laughs> but this guy, don't he do had, that. He had Nicole, don't do that. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Micah Parsons. All right. Oh my God. But right. Nicole Harmon can play. We're gonna play. get into Molly? it. Yeah, yeah. Last Molly, thing, yeah. One yep. more thing, Molly. Mm-hmm. One more. Our celebrity game was more competitive than the actual game. Yes, it was. Mm. Yes, it was. I like that. You want to know why? Because you two set the tone. All right, let's get into it, guys. A lot to unpack from this weekend. So, although it was a record-setting night of scoring in the East, 211-186 win over the West, the NBA All-Star Game did not deliver the competitive product stressed for months by Commissioner Adam Silver. All-Star MVP Damian Lillard with his thoughts on whether the competitiveness can be fixed. I think something could be done about it. Um, I'm not sure what, but I think it... There's a way for, to, to make it a more competitive game. I don't think anybody's going to play in it like it's the playoffs, but it's a way to, to get guys to come to the table and, and just play a more solid game, I guess. Um, but I did think it was a good game. You know, anytime the crowd is, is engaged and you're hearing oohs and ahs, and, but it was just too many probably leak out, you know, go get a dunk, go get a layup type of moments. And I think if we could just limit those, um, you know, people probably wouldn't feel the way they feel sometimes about it. I don't know. I mean, I think it's something we need to figure out. Um, you know, I don't know where's the median because this is what this is what a lot of the games are starting to look like now. 211-186. Stephen A., is this all-star game fixable? No, not as presently constructed. Shannon Sharp, I'm of this mindset right now. They need to do away with all-star weekend. Just get rid of it. The whole weekend? Let, not, no, no, no. Let me finish. The three-point okay. shooting contest, I'm totally good with. The three-point shooting contest, not just Steph Curry and UNESCO, who were fabulous, but the overall three-point shooting contest never cheats us, never disappoints us. They're going out there, they shoot, they're trying to make shots. There's nothing wrong with the three-point. I'm talking about the skills competition. I'm talking about the slam dunk competition. And I'm talking about the All-Star game. Let me start with the All-Star game. Ladies and gentlemen, what transpired last night was an absolute travesty. Nearly 400 points were scored. No defense, no effort whatsoever. This is the ultimate indictment against the NBA stars who show up on NBA All-Star Weekend. You play harder in the summer league when you're training. That's all anybody's asking. We all know that when you're playing in the summertime and stuff like that, ain't nobody trying to get hurt. But you still give one another effort because you're working on your game. You can give the fans at least that. Nobody's asking you to compete like you're going up against the playoffs or even a regular season game. But when you are working out in summertime, Shannon, you know this, okay? You see guys giving effort in the summertime. That's all I'm saying. To that degree, that is not hard. The fact that you will go out there and flagrantly show such a lack of effort on the defensive side of the ball in any capacity is is just a travesty. Now, if you want to sit up there and look at the fact that the kids are there to watch you, that's fine because they may not care. But anybody that knows basketball does, and we know 
It's a flagrant lack of effort, and it's embarrassing. And we know if money was on the line, you'd be given more effort, even though you're already getting paid hand over foot. It's really a travesty. Let me go to the slam dunk contest. Now, this is where I blame your boy, LeBron James, Shannon Sharp. Not for the All-Star game, but for the slam dunk contest. He's never participated. He is the only superstar above-the-rim superstar in the history of the game who did not participate in the all in the slam dunk contest. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about the decision that he's made over the years. And what that has done is provoked a lot of cats on to come up to not participate in the slam dunk contest either. And now we've got a G-leaguer who is a back-to-back slam dunk champion. Props to Jalen Brown for participating, not caring about what people were going to say or how it looked. He went out there and he competed because you need names in the slam dunk contest. And I applaud him in every way imaginable for participating. But the others that chose not to participate, you're trying to tell me we wouldn't want to see an Anthony Edwards in a slam dunk contest? You're trying to tell me when Ja was healthy and in an all-star game, we would not have wanted to see Ja Morant in the all-star game? Of course we would want to see stuff like that. But not Anthony Edwards, but in the case of Ja Morant, he talked about not caring about it. We've seen other stars that have talked about not caring for it. That contest is ruined. Shannon, I've called for a national competition across the streets of America. All right? Go and find. You can find some superstars for a slam dunk contest and had NBA All-Stars sponsor them. All right, I got this guy, I got this guy, I got that guy, and let them be active in that regard, but let some of these brothers out here that can slam dunk throw a a, a million-dollar prize for the winner, a $500,000 prize for the runner-up, a $100,000 prize for third-place finisher, get a national competition going on throughout the streets of America, and watch how many people will put on a show that's far, far better than what we're getting from these guys, okay? And the skills competition don't even get me started. In the end, The reason why I'm saying do away with it. If you want to show such a flagrant disregard for the fans, for the audience, knowing that the product that you're putting out there is trash from the all-stars. I'm talking about superstars on the court together. All right, going up against one another and you don't care to compete. Why should we watch? I mean, if you looked at Adam Silver give away some give away the trophy yesterday, he looked disgusted. I know the NBA was disgusted. Most of the fans have been disgusted. Listen to talk radio this morning. Everybody's going off about how bad it is. We've been seeing it for years. They don't seem to care. So maybe we should stop caring, Shannon. That's what I wanted to say. I agree with everything that you just said. Um, it's coming. I mean, it's not as bad as the Pro Bowl because the Pro Bowl, you'll have tackling football, and it's kind of hard to play two-hand touch. But when you look at it, Stephen A., it's basically morphed into layups, dunks, and threes. Yeah. And there is a blatant disregard for the game. You're right. You can get a better run in UCLA than you can an All-Star game. These are supposed – these are not supposed. These are the best players in the world, and that is ridiculous. And, yeah, I get it. The people in, the, uh, in attendance, yeah, they're oohing and on, But that's not what the viewing audience is saying. That's not – because I remember in the Pro Bowl, I was there one year, and they studied – it, it kind of – and, and, and Stephen A., I don't know exactly when. Right. It started to get to this. Maybe it was 2017, maybe it was 2018, where the blatant lack of disregard. And, and maybe they wasn't always sitting in the chair. We get that, and that's not what we're asking you to do. Mm. But just, just try. 
Just pretend like you care. Don't come with the blatant disregard that you've shown for the All-Star game over the last four to five years. They scored the West, excuse me, the East scored 50 points in every single quarter. Now you tell me there was any effort involved in that. There was no effort involved in that. And Adam Silver has every right. Stephen A., I believe the dunk contest has run its course. There, I mean, at some point in time, all things must come to an end. Right. And maybe the dunk contest has come to an end for the simple fact the stars are no longer participating. The right. Dominiques, the Dr. J's, the Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. the uh, Kobe Bryant's, all the Larry Nassis guys were actually in the All-Star game mm -hmm. that was participating in the dunk contest. And the guys that, that weren't in the All-Star games, they were known as dunkers. Daryl Griffith from Utah, Dr. Duncanstein. Right. You had Kenny Skywalker. That's right. So you had guys that were known. These, hell, I, the only guy really I, that I knew was, was uh, Jalen Brown and Mac McClung. Mac, right. Excuse me, Mac McClung. And he deserved the win. He deserved the win. A, he, was, he was better. But, hello, you got guys jumping over Taco. Aaron Gordon jumped over Taco Fall. Mac McClung jumped over Shaq. Jay LeBron dropped over Casanet in a seat. What am I supposed to do with that, Stephen A? They should have gave him a two across the board. The man's already three foot tall. You put him in a chair 91, 91 five. And Jay LeBron dumped over here and he got 40 plus points. Really, Stephen A? And the thing is, the guys are, it, to, in today's game, the word Zach Levine, the way uh, uh, Aaron Gordon is taking it, it's all about creative. Jalen Brown is a power dunker. He's not a creative dunker. He's a power dunker. But I don't know, Stephen A. I don't know. But They're going to have to get in the room, the, uh, uh, the NBA PA, Adam Silver, because the way it's being played right now, the guys are making too much money to care about 100000 or 200000 or whatever the winning side right. is, is, well, is, is well, getting for winning this game. Something that's very, very uncomfortable to say, but somebody needs to say it, so I'm going to say it. You know, <clears throat> We have been all for player empowerment. We know that no matter what sport you pick, um, and it's apropos that in Indianapolis you see some player empowerment because the NCAA resides there. We know how many years they've spent exploiting the student athlete, and now their comeuppance has arrived courtesy of the trade, you know, the transfer portal and the NIL and all of this stuff, right? So we get that yep. part. But the flip side to it is that. When we talked about player empowerment, we also talked and we never, ever debated the issue of appreciation because we never thought we'd have to. In other words, with great power comes great responsibility. And we assumed Correct. that people would embrace it. You talk about that in terms of when you were playing and how you were a leader and you would literally inspire the guys and you talk about that and you look at them and you say, just make sure it ain't you. Just don't let it be you. You talk about that. And then we see players coming on this show. And one of the things you never hesitate, whether it's on this show it's on Nightcap. It's on Club Shay Shay. You never hesitate to espouse your words of wisdom and advice based on your experience as a champion and a Hall of Famer. You get that. So it's something along the line. There was a Shannon Sharp that said, yo, I've done this. I've achieved this. And with that came great responsibility, not only as a player, but ultimately as a spokesperson in the aftermath of my playing career. And I have not found one single player in the NFL, past or present, who has ever debated anything that you've said in regards to what your leadership entailed. So I appreciate that. So you can understand where I'm coming from when I say, mm -hmm. where's that 
from the players for All-Star Weekend? Where's that from the players where you're saying, you know what, this is on us, y'all, to make sure that we're, be- we're right. more competitive than yep. this. When we're playing a game, we play at UCLA and Loyola Marymount and other places during the summer league. We know we play harder than this. We play more competitive than this. What are we going to do to change that? This ain't about the league. This ain't about administrative issues. This ain't about collective bargaining. This is about you as an individual saying, yo, when Kobe and others were on the court, like, yo, let's compete. That's all not to the degree of a regular season or a playoff game, but at least to the degree of summer league play. They won't even do that. And it comes across as you snubbing your nose. And when it comes across that way, why would it come across that way? Because you have the power to get away with it. And it's abusive. And that is what has happened. And it has elevated a level of disgust that is coming in their direction. Not all. Okay, but some of them, but collectively, because y'all on the court together, you're going to take the brunt of this. You're going to get your money. You're going to get your shine and all of this other stuff. But folks ain't going to forget it because that effort last night, nearly 400 points being scored. That is an embarrassment. It is a travesty. And anybody that participated in that game last night should be ashamed of their damn selves. It's just that. Stephen, Stephen, let let, let me know if you agree with me. Sure. It seems to me, and this is what happened in the Pro Bowl, and I, I think it's starting to happen in the, in the uh, NBA and the All-Star game. I think the players love the idea of being selected, but they have no interest in playing. Yes. And their effort shows you once you get to the game. Once guys got started going and they started playing two-hand touch when you're playing tackle football, I was like, and I remember, I remember tweeting this. I said, it's only going to be a matter of time. I said, because the owners are not going to continuously foot this bill when you're putting this kind of effort out. And it seems to me the same thing. It is an indeed, an indeed an honor for players to like, I'm an all-star, an eight-time, a 10-time, a 15. You see LeBron has started 20 consecutive, I'll have 20 consecutive all-star starts. But it appears to me, and maybe I'm the only one, but it seems like guys are interested in being selected but have no desire or no interest in playing in that game. Yeah. I, I can't argue. We can't argue with that. Yeah, we we'll, can't argue with that. We'll dive into it a little more later because I'm curious what changed because people used to care. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything. Pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Uh, we'll get into LeBron right now, though, uh, who's played in a record 20th All-Star game. Hitting that historic mark had him contemplating his basketball mortality. LeBron said this about his future over the weekend. I have not mapped out how many seasons I have left. Um, I know it's not that many. Um, I also don't know if I will. I was asked this question a couple of days ago. Will you kind of take the farewell tour or will you kind of just... Tim Duncan it. I'm 50-50. Um, I'm going to be honest because there's times where I feel like I guess I owe it to my fans that's been along this journey with me for two decades plus. But the other side of I've never been that great with accepting like praise. I've, it's, a, it's a weird feeling for me. Um, I never really talked about it much, but it's just a weird feeling for me. But I don't know. Um, but I am a Laker, and uh, I, I am I'm happy and been very happy being a Laker the last six years, and, uh, and hopefully it stays that way. Um, but I don't have the I don't have the answer to how long it is, or you know which uniform I'll be in. Hopefully it is with the Lakers. It's a great organization and so many greats. But but we'll see. I don't know how it's going to end, but it's coming. It's coming for sure. Mm. Interesting. LeBron 50-50 on how he'll say goodbye. Shannon, I want to ask you this. Of the elder stars, when we're talking LeBron, KD, Steph, who's the most likely to get one more title? I think Steph currently, as the Warriors are constructed, is least likely. Um, you look at LeBron and AD. I think book KD cancel out 
LeBron and AD. Now you're looking at Bradley Beal and you're looking at D'Lo because that's where you're going to go because I think it's your third guy because I think AD and LeBron can cancel out Book and KD. And so right now, I would say by the slightest of margins, I would give KD and, and, and his situation a slightly better, but not by much. If it had to be anything, I'd probably say 51-49 if I'm equating it to 100% of the pie. Because I think the way Steph Curry is and the way that team is, I don't really think they have a very good chance of getting there. Unless maybe next year in the offseason, they bring somebody in, get a bigger piece. But right now, we're talking about right now in the moment, I'm going to say KD and, and, and situation is slightly, slightly better. But it always comes down because LeBron is in year 21. A, a, hurt, a, a, a help comes down. We know AD has been injured a lot, but this year he's been relatively healthy. I think it's the healthiest he's been since that pandemic year in which they ended up winning the title. So I would say slightly Kevin Durant and, 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 and his situation is slightly better, but not by much. But if you told me LeBron James is going to be injury-free for the remainder of the season and Anthony Davis, Stephen A., is going to be injury-free for the remaining of the season, I think I might flip that because I think D'Lo has been playing unbelievable since that trade, those trade rumors. Now he knows he's not going to be traded, and he's been playing extremely well. But I think Bradley Beal is what tilts me, tilts me towards the uh, Suns as opposed to the Lakers because I think Bradley Beal is a better player and a more consistent player than D'Lo. I feel you. All of those are reasonable um Reasonable breakdowns, but I'm here to tell you, Shannon, I'm going to roll with the Warriors on this question. I'm going to roll with the, the, the Warriors. The Warriors. I said it. I didn't stutter. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I don't think the Lakers could shoot well enough. And ultimately, that's what it's going to come down to. When you look at Denver and its size, when you look at Minnesota and its size, okay, I'm looking at those guys. I'm looking at Oklahoma City's ability to shoot the basketball. I'm looking at the Clippers and how lethal they are offensively. And I see plenty of teams that could get in the Lakers' way because of the Lakers' inability to shoot. The basketball. I think Phoenix is compromised somewhat defensively. I can't trust uh, them defensively, and I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. KD. Booker and Bradley Beal, lethal weapon three, no doubt about it, but they got something to prove, okay? I got to see it because I got news for you. We all know how I feel about KD, one of the greatest scorers in the history of this game, a two-time champion, a two-time NBA Finals MVP. He ain't been out of the semifinals, okay, since he left Golden State. That's just a fact. Now, it had a lot to do with Kyrie getting hurt that time against Milwaukee because I believe True. Kyrie. I believe Kyrie when he says, if we didn't, if I didn't get hurt, we would have won that series and they probably would have won the chip because I think they would have beaten, uh, obviously if they got back from Milwaukee, they would have beaten Atlanta in that conference finals and they would have beaten the Phoenix Suns, in my humble opinion. So I do believe that the Brooklyn Nets would have won the title, but the fact remains Kyrie did get hurt. James Harden wasn't healthy. KD couldn't do it by himself, although he made, he put forth a valiant effort. And then a nosedive from there. He hasn't been out of the semifinals since he left Golden State. That is a fact. Now we get to the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry is still the greatest shooter God ever created. We saw this. Yet a latest reminder, Saturday night in that three-point shooting contest, it's just what he does. It's just what he does. We've got that going on. Jonathan Kuminga has elevated his level of play, his three-point shooting, his field goal percentage shooting. He gets it now, and his athleticism is off the charts. Draymond Green has, has upped the ante. Defensively, they've really stepped up. Klay Thompson comes off the bench for the first time in years, drops 35. 
He's the key to me, Shannon. Here's why. If you don't have enough size, what offsets that? Marksmanship. Because you force the other team to go small because they can't come out on the perimeter and defend you. If the Golden State Warriors with Pajemski, with Kaminga, if Klay Thompson elevates to what we know Klay Thompson can elevate to in terms of just shooting the basketball, he's a 37% shooter from three this year. We know he's better than that career-wise, okay? Now, his athleticism, of course, if his, his, if his success was predicated on athleticism the way Russell Westbrook's success has been, then it would be a different animal because the Achilles and the ACL tear, boom, he's done. But shooters shoot. And if Klay Thompson finds his shot again with Steph Curry playing the way that he's playing, and those brothers shooting the basketball the way they shoot, it changes everything. Too little. I would say that's better. Are they growing? So you tell me which guy's going to be 16, which guy's going to be 7 foot, because that's the problem that they have, and that's why they've lost these games, Stephen A., because they're so undersized. They get pounded night in and night out on the glass, and there's a reason why they move Clay Thompson to the a bench. Can you tell the people at home that don't follow basketball and study the game of basketball like you do, tell the people at home why they move Clay Thompson to the bench? Because Clay Thompson wasn't making shots, particularly in the fourth quarter. He was struggling. Okay. But now all of a sudden, so half the year he ain't making shots. And in, in the rest of the year, we had this conversation last year. Remember, he got upset when we said he's not the same player. I want to show you, he was so convinced that he was the same player and he could even go to another level that he turned down a, what, a three-year, a two-year $48 million deal. Yeah. Now he'd be lucky to get a two-year $20 million deal. That so is he's ridiculous. not the uh, That is ridiculous. Clay Thompson will get $20 million right now. He ain't going to get the 40 he's getting because he's getting 43 million right now he ain't gonna get that but clay thompson is worth over 20 million a year right now it ain't too many dudes in the league that can based shoot on what listen there's not too many dudes in the league that can shoot 37 percent from three-point range shannon you don't have that every day for him Stephen A., let me ask you a question. Am I gonna pay him for what i believe he's gonna do moving forward or i'm gonna pay him for what he did in retrospect combination of both no, hell no. I already paid him. He already got Golden State money for what he did in the past. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. gave him $200 million. Right, but I'm not saying he's going to get $200 million now, Shannon. I'm saying No, I'm you. just saying. The brother worked about $25 you. million a year. No, you better stop it, Stephen A. What? Clay Thompson not worth $25 million a year in today's well, you know what? Economy? You know what? Let me take that back. Let me take that back. I see some of the salaries that guys are getting. Hell, based on what they're giving some of these guys, he's okay. worth $30 million. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Not, not, but, now, you're, but, now you're talking market value. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but if you watch his play, he's not the same. And, yes, he that. can get hot and have a 35-point night. But I've seen a lot of 11s and a lot of 14s in there sprinkled into that, well, that uh, 35. Well, my retort to that would be this. They lost last year. Wasn't no playing game. Wasn't no first-round game. They lost to the Lakers in six games in the semifinals. I'm saying to Why? you that, well, again, you could talk about undersized, but it was primarily because Clay wasn't Clay. But what I'm saying to you is this. Pajemski wasn't there, and Kaminga wasn't the contributor that he is now. And Kaminga's a legit 6'7". And so I'm just saying to you, yes, you, are, you do have a point about them being undersized to some degree, and I'm not denying that. I'm saying that if you have Steph... Kaminga and Pajinski playing the way that they've been playing. 
if Clay finds his stroke, that alters what you want, what you're going to be able to do defensively because you can't stay big going up against them because you're going to have guys that need to be able to get out and defend the perimeter quick enough to prevent them from getting off their shots. And that elevates your chances. I believe that's a reality we can't summarily dismiss. The Lakers can't shoot. To me, I'd give Phoenix a better shot because Phoenix can shoot the damn ball led by the great Kevin Durant. The Lakers have problems shooting the basketball. That is my concern with them. And did you see what the Lakers did? You see what the Lakers did to him? LeBron had a historic night. You remember that night? That 35, 20, and 12? And that, AD matched him to boot because that, they fought. A man got a career high rebound. Huh? Did that go to overtime? That game go to overtime? It it did go to overtime. I mean, I mean, did they there was some overtime blowout that, that happened that I missed? Oh, oh, I mean, anything could happen oh, oh, go either way. Oh, overtime, overtime wins count. You don't have to just okay. win in regulation. Overtime, double overtime, triple okay. overtime. They still going. Who won the game? The Lakers. That okay, night. Yeah. That night. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, that I, night. I, I'm telling you right now. You are you sitting here with a straight face and telling me there's no way Golden State can beat the Lakers? Oh, they can't. In a in a can one game, do I believe Golden State can beat the Lakers in a series? No, I do not. Yeah. I do not. I believe they can. I believe they can. If Steph, Curry, if Steph Curry wins the championship this year, he automatically goes into the top five. If he wins a championship with this team, no, Steph not, Curry belongs I'm in not, the top I'm, five. I'm not saying he will. I'm saying that when you ask who I give the best chance to of the three oh, teams no. we mentioned, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Golden State's going to win it all, but I have faith. I have more faith in Golden State. Winners are six of their last seven. Eight of their last ten. I have more faith in what I'm seeing from Golden State than I'm seeing in the Lakers. I can tell you that much. Phoenix is iffy because of the injury situation. Shay, you want to go here one more Bradley. time? Yeah, bro. Hold on. So you mean to tell me you know we're gonna make a move this summer? You know Jeannie and Rob ain't gonna stand pat. All right. Now we'll the go. question is, LeBron, right. how many more years? Now, but we can't say five years because I believe LeBron got two great years, two more yeah. great years in. I, got, I, I believe he, I believe he can get to 23 and then he exit stage left. Yep. Now that means KD and Steph gonna continue to play. But we'll look. I, I think I'm gonna be shocked. We're gonna talk about this. I'll be shocked if the Lakers don't get to the Western Conference Finals. They just need to avoid uh, uh, the Nuggets in the first round, which I believe they'll end up being the sixth seed because we about to make a move. AD, the last game, you saw what AD did, right? You saw, you saw Shannon that. make a move, Celebrity move. All-Star game. He made a move. Hey, you saw that? Yes, he did. Yeah, hey, that's you what's saw. working behind Jerry you Jones. Saw. Jerry Jones you hired saw. those officials. That's what he did. I asked the officials. Oh, you it's fan? always a conspiracy, conspiracy theory. You noticed that, too? The script. It's always a conspiracy Oh, oh, they handed the official. They had, hey, Molly, they handed the official the script. He makes up these Micah Parsons looked like Shannon Sharp out there. Micah Parsons was running over men, women, and children. Don't hate. Like, running over them. Don't hate. Running over them. No offense about not one offense. Where? Where's the D? Calling. Where's the D, coach? You want you wonder what you call him? Uh, this man wanted to call an offensive foul in a celebrity ch- basketball game. Thank really, Stephen A. Over. I'm okay. You he was right. running over. All right, all right, all right, all right. Running over people. Uh, you guys mentioned Steph Curry. I like want to stay with that subject. I got a quick take for you. Let's get it here. So Steph Curry edged Sabrina Inescu 29-26 in an NBA versus WNBA three-point contest Saturday night. Inescu's 26-point total would have tied the highest score by any NBA player in the three-point contest won by Damian Lillard. Essay, is it fair to say this was the highlight of All-Star Weekend? Yes, it was. I believe it was. I mean, I thought Damian Lillard winning a three-point shooting contest. It was really yes. good. 
It was really good. I give them a lot of credit. Halliburton went out there and competed along with others. Major props. My man Jalen Brunson was there as well. Congrats to him. Uh, but Damian Lillard showed up, showed out, and defended his crown. Major props to him. But this was the best event of All-Star Weekend. Make no mistake about it. They treated it with the level of royalty, for lack of a better word, that it deserved because nobody in basketball is going to dispute. There's not a single NBA player that would tell you when you got that, you know, the championship belt or whatever, when it comes to shooting the basketball, there is nobody, including Damian Lillard, who would tell you they deserve it over Steph Curry. They know who the greatest shooter of all time is. And UNESCO, in her defense, shows up on behalf of the ladies and showed out, shot the ball really well. Yes. Give her credit where credit is due. UNC was exceptional, no doubt about it, okay? But Steph Curry showed up and reminded everybody who the hell he is. And he is something he is something to behold. And it was nice to see it. And I give Sabrina all the credit in the world because we saw what Steph did. But on that stage, she showed up and showed what she could do as well. And most men, she would have beaten. She just happened to Absolutely. be going against yeah. the greatest it was fun of all time. Yes. And it was a lot of yeah. fun. It, it, it was maybe that's up. And you know what, uh, Stephen A. and Molly, maybe that's something yeah. they add to the All-Star. You take the two or three best women, women shooters in the WNBA, and you put them against a Steph Curry. You yep. put them against a Dame Lillard. You put them against the two or three best shooters in the NBA. And, hey, let's see what happens. But I thought she acquitted herself very well. I thought she showed very well for the women's game. Yes. Because, you know, Stephen A. Molly, had yeah. she shot the ball from WNBA, they go like, well, she, hey, she should have did that well. Look how close she's shooting the basketball. NBA but brand. she yeah. shot from NBA range, and taps off yep. to her. She didn't win, but yep. she should hold her head up high because she gave him everything he wanted and then Absolutely. more. The other thing she that we have up. to remember is that she had 26. She finished mm -hmm. with 26, right? Yeah. If you remember, before the final round for the men, it was four different dudes that had shot 26. Mm-hmm. Yes, four different dudes yeah. that have shot 26. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so we we understand that. Listen, she, she showed up. And she 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 can hang yeah. without question. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. A society within society. That's major, like the Negro League. Rapper Jay-Z once used these words to acknowledge the often forgotten yet immeasurably important. History of black players in professional baseball. Because it's only right that we remember legends like Moses Fleetwood Walker, who became Major League Baseball's first black player more than 60 years before Jackie Robinson officially broke the color barrier in 1947. Led by Satchel Paige, Josh Gibson, and Buck Leonard, 37 figures from the Negro League are now recognized at the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Entering the second half now, let's take a look at the MVP odds by ESPN Bet. Nikola Jokic is our odds-on favorite, followed by Shea Gilgis, Alexander, uh, Giannis, and Luca are in the mix as well. And then Jason Tatum is the fifth favorite right now. Reminder that the last Celtics player to win MVP, Larry Bird. Jason, talk to me. Would I love to win? Yes. But, you know, apparently us losing the finals two years ago, Affects, you know, what people think of me now. So uh, I guess I got some ground to make up. But, you know, everybody who has a vote, you know, they vote. The criteria is different. You know, everybody thinks differently. Uh, right, wrong, or indifferent, it is what it is. So you can't tell people what, what they should look for when they vote. But, uh, you know, it's the beauty of it. Hmm. Let me find my right camera. Hi, Kendrick Perkins. What's up, Molly? What's up, doing? SA? What's up, Big oh, Time? How are you, happening? man? I like the tie. I like I'm good, tie. Perk. I'm good. I like the, I like the tie. I like the tie. Uh, let's get I, into hey, it. Hey, SA, Molly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real quick. <laughs> Sorry, I man, can't hear you. Hey, you, had, you, you had, you had, you, I said you had Shannon, SA. He was running pin downs and floppies and all type of sets on you the other night, huh? Yeah, yeah. You on two. You on two as a coach. Well, well, so, well, let me tell you this, man. I mean, we were competitive in the whole bit. Did you see Micah Parsons running over men, women, and children? I mean, just running over them. Yeah. There wasn't nothing. Called, I mean, my Lord. I mean, and then I said to him, I said, you know, those are women out there with you, man. He was like this. They out there. They out there. You know, <laughs> you, know, like, you know, we want equality, right? That's what he said to me. That's what he said to me. That's what he said to me. And Shannon was like this. <laughs> this is what Shannon said. As he was running over even women, he was running over them. And they didn't care. Be shy. I, I, said, I even said to them, I said, do you know that Jennifer Hudson was supposed to be forming a halftime Sunday, right? You know, we need to, you, you don't need to be touching her like that. She out there. She out there. I was like, this is shameful. I ain't got nothing to say, man. Mm. Jerry Jones, them damn officials, they were cowboys. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I don't have time for Dallas. I want to focus on Boston. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Tell me this. Should Tatum be getting more MVP love? 
Are you asking me? I'm what? asking you, Stephen. Well, you know, I, I mean, you know, not, 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 not to toot my own horn, fellas. Not to toot my own horn. Uh, uh, but but I, got, I, I need Shannon and, 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 and Big Perk up on that screen. Thank you very, very much when I say this. Uh, y'all know y'all know Joe Fortenbar, right? Y'all know Joe Fortenbar? Yeah. Joe Fortenbar is yeah. an elite. You know, yeah, I mean, he's, he's here working at ESPN. We're happy to have him. Our resident expert with gambling and all that other stuff, you know, uh, the sports gaming industry. Mm-hmm. And everything. He sent me a text this morning. And uh, Joe, forgive me for calling it out, but I got to pat myself on the back for this. According to Joe Fortenbar. Last Thursday, last week, I brought up how Jason Tatum should be a leading candidate for league MVP. At that time, Shannon, Jason Tatum had 50 to 1 odds to win MVP. Stephen A opened his mouth, and today it's reduced to 25 to 1. 25 to 1, just like that, Shannon. You understand? The, the, the man, Stephen Naismith, has spoken. You understand? And, and, and that's what has happened. And you had some folks that had him as much as 100 to 1 odds. And now it has been reduced to 40 to 1. This is according to the great Joe Football. This is not me, Perk. This is not me, Perk. This is, this is Joe Football. Hold up, hold up. This is Joe Football. Hold up. So Joe's saying that's the Stephen A. Smith effect? That's exactly what he's saying. That's an ask Ask him. Wow. Well, 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 hey, well, look, I tell you this. Welcome to the party because I right. done that a month ago with Jalen Brunson. Well, I don't he recall. I, I, I have no recollection. He was ranked number twenty six. I have no recollection. He was ranked number twenty six. So, I'm just telling you. Listen, listen, you're not taking my shot. So you're not taking my shot this morning. You ain't the only person that's moving with Shannon enough all week. Let's get to the topic. You ain't the only person that's just moving the needle. Let's get to it. Big Perk. Not only did Shannon do what he did to me Friday. Do you know? I had my daughter Samantha in the locker room after, and Shannon was talking smack to me in front of my child. Yep. No mercy <laughs> right. whatsoever. I mean, it's just horrible. I'm mean, just horrible with a smile on his face. It's just cruel. It's just cruel. <laughs> but here's the deal, y'all. I feel here's like Samantha could help you out a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What she, said. she probably she, she was actually, like, "Let she me she help you out." Because she could hang, and she, she could probably she put actually, Shannon in check. She, she actually said, "Daddy, let me help you out. You need to let me help." <laughs> yeah, coach. seriously. But that's neither here nor there. The point that I'm trying to make is this, y'all. You look at Jason Tatum, it's very, very simple to me. He should be the leading candidate for MVP right now that Joel Embiid is out of the mix. He's the best player on the best team. And it ain't like he averaging 18 or 19. The brother averaging 27 a night. He's the primary target for every defense that schemes against Boston. And they're still the best team in the NBA. And he plays on both sides of the ball, averaging 27 a night. Come on, y'all. At some point in time, we just got to call it what it is. This is a regular season we talk about here. It ain't about his performance in the finals a couple of years ago. It's about right now. I mean, for, but for him to say, Stephen A., because he was in the finals and he didn't win, and voters are holding that against him, the mere fact that you have the fifth best odds, I don't believe the voters are holding that against you. I just believe that Nikola Jokic is a better player and is, is more deserving, and he's probably going to win the MVP unless some something unforsaken happened. I have Shea Gilgis in front of him. Shea has been unbelievable. Second in the league is, I mean, what's he averaging? Uh, 31, five and a half, six and a half. Uh, second in uh, league in points per game, number one in steals. Uh, no, he should be. And then Giannis. I'm not saying Jason Tatum Giannis. is not having an outstanding. Uh, Giannis. Let me feed it. Oh, I'm sorry. not saying Jason Tatum is not having an outstanding year, but we need to stop this. Oh, because he's the best player on the best team. No, watch the game. Are you telling me he's having a better season than Nikola Jokic? Do you believe he's more important to the Boston Celtics than Nikola Jokic? He's right up there. Yeah.
No, I ain't say right up there. I ain't say right up there. He's right up there. I mean, listen, we're talking about two, we're talking about a team. The Boston Celtics is championship of bus. And the only way that they're going to win that championship is on the back of Jason Tatum. Now, Shannon, let me tell you why Jason Tatum brought up that point about the voters holding it against him. Because our brother, Brian Windhorse, he actually brought it up on NBA Today about how certain voters may hold up the, the finals MVP or him, what he did in the finals a couple of years ago, whatever the case may be against him. That's why he brought that up. That's number one. Number two, we have to have and set some type of criteria when it comes down to the MVP vote, okay? Because so many guys are deserving of the MVP. Jokic can win it. SGA can win it. You can put Anthony Edwards in that conversation. But when I think, and Giannis, but when I think about the best player on the best team, that's the person that's getting my vote. And right now, Jason Tatum, I'm glad Stephen A woke me up to this. Jason Tatum is the best player on the best team. I'm voting for And that's the criteria I set since last year. That's why I voted for Giannis because there's so many guys that are doing so many special things in the NBA, it's hard to pick. So if you have the best record and you're the best player, damn it, you should be the MVP front runner. Well, how many times? Well, how many times should Kobe have won it? Because Kobe or Shaq, because they had the best record and they were the best players on the team. Or Jordan. So is that the only qualification that you need the only to be one. the best player on the? It's not the only one. It's not the only one, Shannon. But it does. So that should be number the, one. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It does factor into the equation. You've got Jokic. Denver has been up and down. They've been sliding as of late, and what have you. We're looking at Boston consistently be the best team with the best record in the NBA, and they are clearly even with a three hundred million dollar player on their roster, even with a seven foot three dude who can shoot and block shots, even with a defensive backcourt that's renowned in Drew Holiday and Derek White, everybody understands this is Jason Tatum's team. He's that <laughs> dude. And if you understand that and they have the bracket to back it up and defensive and offensive efficiency stats to back it up consistently on both ends of the floor, this is what he's bringing. Plus he's winning. Plus he's putting up numbers. Statistically, I don't know what else he has to do. But Shannon, Shannon, let me go back yes. to your point about how many, how many Kobe and Shaq should have won, right? We shouldn't even be having that argument because it wasn't a criteria that was set at the time. That's the thing what I'm saying. So now that we – listen, hold on. But what I'm saying is now that we are in the media and now that we actually have a, cha a chance to actually get it right, we need to get it right. The man's been balling. The man's sacrificing. He's sacrificing less shot attempts right now. Yes, he's averaging three points less because of the surrounding pieces he have around him, but the best player on the best team, that can't go unnoticed. By the way, he's clearing about eight and a half rebounds per game. But we've been doing that. Remember when they gave it to Carl Malone? They said Carl Malone was the best player on the best team when he had a better record than Jordan, Stephen A. You remember that? They've, all, they've used that criteria for a number of years. This isn't new, but all of a sudden, I believe Nikola Jokic is asked to do more. He's a better all-around player than Jason Tatum. That's just me. Now, some people might, and I, and I think JT is phenomenal. 
I think he's phenomenal, but he's not asked to do okay. what Nikola Jokic is asked to do. But, 